Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Two-point game. Butler goes down on the block. And Butler scores! And one! Jimmy! Record set in 1982. And Butler makes it. 40 in a row. This is Dirt and Sprague. Back at the point, sweeps it in. Everly downstairs, let it go for Beneers to the spot. They score! Justin Schultz hits it right on the screws, and he gets a beautiful pass from Maddie Beneers. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. And we'll take it ahead of steam, coming off the screen, into the lane. He looks to feed to Dirt outside to Grant for the tie. That's an air ball, but it plucked out of midair by Damien. Little turns, 11 seconds remaining. Finds Grant up top. Now they've got to shoot a three. And it's Nurkic who sets up for the tie. No. Rebound back, tapped by Grant. Poked by Hart, grabbed by Simon. Still a chance to tie. Off the back iron and out. Ball game over. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The fan. All right. 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080. The fan. Happy Hump Day, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? What is happening? I tell you right now, I um, I tell you something I don't like. What don't you like, Bob? Starting off at 6 a.m., most people aren't even awake yet. No, they are not. I don't like that you're here before me in 2023. This has happened every <laughs> single day of the year, and it really kind of bothers me, and I don't know why. New Year, new me, baby. Yeah, but you're not, like, actually in here when I get here. No, I'm taking care of business. What are you taking care of? I'm TCBing. I'm working hard. I'm grinding behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm not in a production studio. No, no, I'm not. No, it's more of a personal TCB that I'm taking care of on uh, my early arrival. I've just changed my, I've changed my timing in the morning. You're taking a morning dump. Instead of doing it at home, I'm now doing it here. 
And I had also a New Year's resolution of I should probably not be running late all the time in case there's traffic, and that's mm. just dumb. And I'm always I'm always at the last second, and for no reason. Yeah. I'm up. I just don't leave when I should leave. And then I'm like, damn it, now I'm stressed, and I'm rushing into work, and I missed a red light. Now am I going to get there in time? And so that's a New Year, New Me thing that's last 10 days so far, even though we've only had like five shows in the New Year. Or I guess we're up to like six or seven. And I've, I've, cha- I've flip-flopped, though. So instead of trying to take my dump at home before I leave, I now take it calmly and peacefully once I get into the building. Well, I, I would acknowledge, one, I like the goal of not feeling rushed and being on time. I, too, have that goal because we're normally the late family. And yeah, I'm totally the late. You know, if we have a big family, we every year we go get a Christmas tree. Every year we roll up to that Christmas tree farm. We're the last family. (laughs) And it's usually people waiting for like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. That's, it's not great. That's a that's a long time to wait. Now we we have really rested on the uh, we got kids. You know, it's uh, it's not easy. These grumpy little things can't get them out of the house. Let's say you get these kids out of the house. But the reality is, I move slow, so I I can appreciate <laughs> you taking that approach. I'd like to also do that, but. Showing up and seeing your truck bothers me immensely, and I I can't shake the feeling. I know what you're doing. I know you're doing it for you. I'm happy for you. You know who? You know what I'm doing to you right now? You're like the veteran quarterback that just showed up to Jets training camp. I'm making your life miserable. I showed I'm making yes. your life hell. I showed up at 5:30 a.m. to study tape before anybody else in the building, right. and there's the journeyman, you know, second year quarterback who's on his third team somehow. First one in, first one out. It, yeah, that's my new philosophy. Not the last one out, but not even the first one in, but kind of, not really. Second, second one in. Second one in. First one out. Usually the first one You're out. You're definitely the first one out. People, definitely. People want to talk to us. That's what's been funny about 23 is I'm showing up and I'm third in. And I'm like, damn it. Now, lazy ass, get your ass to work. Admittedly, I, I have been showing up later than I was in 2022, but I'm still fine with when I'm showing up because I kind of know what we're going to do and where we're going. You're here in plenty of time for the start of the show. Half the time, swag's grumpy. Don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> anyway. So what am I really going to accomplish getting in here earlier? Nothing. Nothing. Um, but what's funny about the post is as soon as we're done, there isn't a person who gets out of this building quicker than you. <laughs> and people come in here and talk to us, and I kind of keep an eye on you as they're talking, and you are packing your crap as they're talking. You're chuckling. You're you're saying one thing back. <laughs> then they talk again. And before you know it, your jacket's on, your backpack's around your shoulders. Well, see you later. And the door is kind of <laughs> open, and you're like, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you've just faded out of the conversation, and now I'm in the conversation that you kind of were a part of, and you've just left. I don't got time for this crap, man. I don't got time for this. I thought you just told us you do. You have a lot of time. No, no, I don't. I don't. There's a lot of conversations that happen, and I'll even do that sometimes. Our boss will come talk to us. Not our boss boss, but our normal boss. And he loves talking sports with us occasionally. And sometimes it'll delve into, like, we end up talking about, like, Duke basketball for 10 minutes. It turns into his fandom. You know, like, let, me, was, let me tell you about my fandom. Let's talk about Ohio State football. And I'm like, okay, you know, hey, you're a fan. I totally get it. I, I don't really have a, a, a stakeholder. I'm not this conversation because I don't really care about Ohio State football. And I'm slowly going to fade into the background. One of the things that I'm most proud of myself accomplishing as I've gotten older in life is perfecting the way to get out of any situation. And that's at parties. I'm a, I am one of the best Irish goodbye people you'll ever meet. Mm. I will I will just disappear. 
I've only been caught one time. My friends called me out, and I was at a, we were at a bar, and I looked at the wife. I was like, let's go. We were walking down the stairs, and I had one guy catch me, turn around, like, hey, where are you going, Dirk? I'm like, damn it. <laughs> turned around. I was like, well, we're just we're heading out. I just turned around and be like, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm an adult. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I'm going home. But I've, I've, I have mastered the art here at work as well. I, I, I don't like sticking you in situations that you don't want to be in. But I also sometimes don't want to talk to people when I'm done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting out of here, man. I'm grabbing my stuff and I'm going home. That's a, it's a long enough work day for me. Oh, I know you don't want to talk. I've shot you a text at 10 a.m. and not gotten a response till 3 p.m. And I'm like, what did he do for five hours? I did feel bad. You texted me Friday and I told <laughs> See, here's my problem with texting. And I feel like I'm getting better at that this year, too. Although yeah, not really. You're kind of getting. You're, yeah. I mean, you are and you are kind of the same in the same way. My biggest problem is, and I've said this before, but my biggest problem with texting is the iWatch. The iWatch has killed me. Oh, my iWatch won't connect. I got a new phone uh, because yeah, it was some screaming deal. And my wife's like, we got to get you a new phone. I'm like, well, this one works. And she's like, it's fine. no, this is the newest one. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I got this new iPhone, whatever the number's on. And my watch will not sync to this iPhone. <laughs> so my, my watch never it never does it. I don't get texts. I don't get anything on See, this. See, you're kind of blessed in that regard because I like my my problem is we had a meeting with our uh, speaking of our boss after the show on Friday and we talked about some stuff. Numbers were good. It was like, hey, this is a this is a good conversation to have. This is very uplifting to begin the year. Station is doing very well. And you sent me a text about an observation that you had of something he said, and I was on a run when you texted me. And my phone's in my pocket. I'm on a run. And you text me, and I read it. The second it comes in, I'm like, oh, yeah, I thought that too. Mm -hmm. But I'm in the middle. I'm not going to take my phone out while I'm in the middle of a run and sure. respond to your text message. My problem is that I acknowledged your text, and, like, in my mind, we've communicated. Oh, you responded mentally. Like, aha, yeah, it's a yeah, good point. Right. But then I'm home 20 minutes later from my run, and I'm drinking water. I'm taking the dog's harness off. Yeah. I'm taking my shoes off. Yep. And it doesn't show up on my phone as a notification anymore because I read the text message. Touche. And so later in the day, I'm like, you texted me again, and then that's when I realized, <laughs> oh, damn it. I totally didn't <laughs> respond to that text seven hours ago. I can totally understand the situation. I'm not even – I'm actually, I'm not offended. I'm. You're more just a fascinating phone <laughs> person to me it's not like i when i send you a text mentally i'm like yeah i'll be lucky if i get a response he's not responding to that especially if there's certain topics that i throw i'm like mm, i don't know because we went through a lot when we started doing this thing we did yeah in ways that i can't really talk about on the air and we kind of exhausted ourselves with it and we did we haven't done it we don't really do it but from time to time we talk about show related stuff and but when I send those texts, I'm not expecting a response. But when you do, I'm like, hey, how about that? Look at that. So I'm not ever, like, actually mad that you haven't. How dare you not respond to this text? I figure I'd see you anyway and we talk about it. It's a pleasant little surprise. He actually responded this time. But that's actually a pretty good explanation for why you don't always respond right away. Because having had the iWatch work at one point, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. I did that to my wife a couple times. Hey, you never responded. I'm like, oh, well, I saw it on my watch, but I don't know how to text, and I don't want to talk into this thing. I look like a stupid 007 <laughs> character. Yes, honey, I will grab the Brussels sprouts on my way home. And then it's going to translate Brussels sprouts <laughs> to, like, bothersome son of a bitch or something. And then it's like, what no, did no, you no, say no, that no, to no, me No, 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 I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. So, like, I, 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 I get it. I totally get it, but stop showing up earlier than me. It's bothering me. It's, not gonna, it's new year, new me, baby. I'm dedicated, all right? I'm grinding.
It's a contract year, okay? We got to perform, man. It, it is a contract year. We got to we got to show up, and work our butts off. Uh, Swag, do you think it's better served for our show that we be in here earlier, or do you think it makes no difference whatsoever? I'm kind of curious because you do come off. I know you don't mean this, but you got you have a bit of Brandon Sprague syndrome. You have a hole face sometimes. <laughs> like you look like you're mad. I yeah. think he's dealing with. And Swag is like an FAA flight tracker guy this morning. Yes. If anybody's followed that story, it sounds like some things are not working behind the scenes. Well, we behind the scenes, technical so, difficulties. Yes, this morning. I've had to uh, call the engineers. So we have, even though we have a physical board now in these studios, we are still operating off a virtual console because the actual guts of a radio station. That's what we're waiting for before we are fully independent. So we still have to connect via the Internet. That virtual console froze this morning. Oh, nice. So I had to again go on to the text machine because I know our listeners would tell us if we were on the air or off the air. Right, yes. right. I did not want to reboot the thing while you were talking to knock us off the air. Sure. So I had to call the engineer and say, okay, this is what happened. What do I got to do? What's going to cause the least disruption if something goes haywire? So he said to wait for the commercial break. So that is what I'm dealing with in here this morning. My question okay. was if it would benefit our show if I showed up early. And you see what this situation is doing to him? <laughs> this is you what's see happening. where that answer was? This is, what, this is what's happening right it's now. It's breaking him. It is. I think it's yeah. slowly but surely <laughs> so, breaking him. Um, no, actually the best thing for the show, and I know there's no way it's going to happen, <laughs> is yeah. for a show prep meeting somewhere in the afternoon, evening before. Well, we've, okay, let's just. That would be the best thing for me yeah. to be able to be prepared. So this is a, let's do on air show meeting here with listeners to get an idea of what this can be like sometimes. So let's peel the curtain back, and I'll ask you straight on air like I would off air. Did we get any Chauncey postgame audio? Yay or nay? No. Okay. And then he would typically in that situation go, well, I didn't, I didn't, didn't tell me. It. You didn't tell me you wanted Chauncey postgame audio. We tried this last year. Swag and I had some beef. We talked it out, and we figured some stuff out for the show's sake. You squashed your beef. I mean, me and Swag will fight every three, four months. You know, it's usually it's usually yeah. about something else, but we then attack each other, and, you know, we hit each other in the face, and then we hug. I just sit here and stare at my computer. And, uh, yeah, even though you have a lot to say, you just don't say anything. <laughs> eh, I'm not confrontational. <laughs> me, myself, and Irene over here. I'm not getting in the middle of he's this. He's just going to burst out I'll let you. Day. Two cats go at it. I'm just going to sit over here and watch. And uh, we had come to an agreement that we were going to start doing like post show, you know, little rendezvous. And me and Swag kind of still do that. We don't dive in for 20 minutes or anything, but we kind of still do it. But you're out of here so quickly that there is no really post show meeting because <laughs> Dirt's out of here at 9.01 a.m. And I'm like, I'm leaving sometimes, and so I was like, do you need anything? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't really told him anything. Yeah, and maybe this, maybe that. We talk a little bit about the next day. I mean, I know you guys like to be in the moment. Yeah. It makes it very difficult for me it to does. do that yes, when I does. don't know what those moments are going to consist of more than five minutes before that. <laughs> I think I think our post-show meetings went on for about a week and a half to two weeks, and then Dirt was like, I'm done. That sounds about right. <laughs> well, I also think we started doing that, like, leading right into golf season. And no offense to either of you. I love you both. I love this job. But You're once, not sticking around once when you golf got season comes around, I'm, tea time. I'm out, man. I'm out. I got to go warm up. I got to roll some putts. I got mm. a tea time at 11.15 this morning. Can I tell you why I have a problem with what he just said there, Jason Swigard? <laughs> yeah. So sometimes my uh, when you get kids and a wife and yourself – 
Right. Dishes just pile up. I understand you know, all it's that. It's the most underrated, stupid chore nobody tells you about when you grow up. It's yes. like, yo, you're going to do a lot of dishes in your life. Even with a dishwasher. I paid $200 to fix my dishwasher yeah. the other day. That was fun. Well, you got some things that don't go, can't go, can't in, go in it. Some pots and yeah. pans that can't go in it. Then you have some, you know. My wife is the queen at buying things that can't go in the dishwasher. Oh, then you got odd utensils that don't nuts. necessarily fit normally she or uses, whatever. She buys these little gold spoons. They're not actually gold they're just yeah, colored fake, gold right to stir her coffee every morning you could just use a normal spoon but guess what the gold spoon can't go in the dishwasher and then they're just left in the sink oh now somebody's gonna instead of just using a normal spoon then when you're done with it you slot it into the dishwasher who and washes gets, the gold spoon brother i wash the gold oh, spoon. There you go. i even challenged her this week i let five gold spoons pile up seeing five golden spoons <laughs> at some point these gold spoons have to like she's gonna notice oh i've used a lot of gold spoons this week i should wash them no i washed them yesterday mm. So my point was, sometimes I'll get up a little earlier than normal because I'm lazy and I don't want to do dishes twice in a day. I kind of throw a temper tantrum about it. I'm like, I'm going to do it in the morning. And so I'll get up early and I'll do the dishes. Yeah. So today I spent 30 minutes doing dishes because I have dishwasher and, as you point out, dirt, non-dishwasher things. So it's like hand washing mixed with rinsing. Oh, yeah. Anyways, what he just said for why he does not hang around for meetings, my point <laughs> I'm waking up, and I'm like, you know what? I like to listen to something. I'm all alone. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to get murdered in my house at 4 a.m. So I'm going to turn something on. And I'm listening, and I hear in my ear, oh, I don't like to play golf in the winter. I don't play when it's wet and it's cold. I got asked this weekend to play. That was me, by the way. I asked if he wanted to play. And I looked at the the weather map, and it was 44 and rain. No thing. By the way, rain for 10 minutes. Wow. It was actually a great round. I was at my nephew's basketball soft game. over there. And I hear this on this uh, podcast, this golf-exclusive podcast, about how he doesn't play in sounds the winter. Like a, sounds like a really good podcast. I think you should go listen to it. It was a great podcast. It was a really good episode. They talked about local courses. I was really upset by the banding conversation, but that's neither here nor there. And um, I was told that they don't play in the winter. So this whole, like, you expect me to hang around. Buddy, yeah. we're going to have crappy weather for the next three months Oh, hey, hey, least. hey. Uh, look, I'll say this. For the next three months, you want me to hang around? I'll hang around for 15 minutes. You got 15 minutes. <laughs> I'll hang around for a bit. We'll chat. We'll shoot the breeze. What are we thinking for tomorrow? <laughs> All in. By the time April rolls around, not happening. 15 minutes. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's progress. What a no, here's the, here's the other thing, though. Okay, this also needs... <laughs> we, we do need to go. We do Hold need Although, <laughs> hang on, because then I hit the commercial it break, work. it might not work. How many... Here's my problem with work conversations, and I'm not... Call, this isn't about either of you, but this is about a lot of people that we work with. It's okay if it is about us. No, a lot of times when you have a work... Like, we're just legitimately like, hey, let's sit down, let's yeah. get to the bones of an issue, let's settle what we want to settle. How often does that conversation then drag on to enter meaningless topics mm. and next thing you know you look and you're like dude it's been 25 minutes we haven't talked about oh anything. i think the three of us are much more oh I'm, the three of us are better about we're that. like what do we need to get to okay is there anything else that's Great. more so about a why i get out of here so yeah. quickly is that you just end up getting trapped in conversations yeah. that i don't really need to have that don't yeah. really go anywhere and mm. i'm just i'm, I'm out of here i'll say this as we go i totally understand the opinion and the stance I actually, sometimes I don't like it, and I'm secretly annoyed, but I also appreciate it because sometimes it turns into great show fodder. <laughs> Some of those conversations can get real ridiculous. And I'm like, wow. Like, 
being asked certain questions or somebody admitting that they do something, I'm always like, whoa, okay, oh, okay, all right, okay. You know. Store that away. Tubbs Ludwig admits this. Okay. File that away. Chicken skewers. I'd ask that question to the audience. See if anybody else does that. So that's <laughs> the only reason I'm willing to go with it. A little show fodder. But I hear what you're saying. So uh, how about that? Nice show meeting on air. Look at that. We solved a lot of issues. I think we did. Did you get Chauncey audio yet, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll try to send it to you. Hopefully our system works. We're ready to go. Uh, Brady Henderson at 730. Statter story at 815. Uh, a lot to get to today. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this hump day. On the This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right welcome back in dirt and sprague with you uh, I have a lot to get into today. I have I have a leftover from the championship game, and I know you could hear that and go, "What could you possibly need to talk about <laughs> from a sixty-five to seven outcome?" <laughs> I it's it's not so much the game; it's more the result that I want to kind of bring back because yesterday everybody did their their college football way. I love how they always classify way too early. Nobody should be doing. Do I need to come up with a dirty poll way too early top 25? Uh, I don't need a top 25. I okay. actually need a way too early 
top 10. That's kind of what more people were doing. Okay, I'll give you a top. How about I give you a top 15? I'm going to one-up you. You want to? Oh, I'll I know you, why you're going to do a top 15. I'll give you a top 15. Because you want to put my beavers at 15. Well, maybe they're not in the top 15. I don't know. Well, I saw a lot of way-too-early top 25s. They were barely a 20 team. So I'm like, okay, all right. Can I give one PSA to Beaver fan this morning? Yeah, sure. The f- I, I know you got slighted. I know that you're angry, mm-hmm. and I know that you're frustrated. What are we angry and frustrated with? The final AP poll doesn't mean anything. I do. I couldn't care less about no, that. It doesn't matter. Nobody remembers it. Nobody is going to highlight in no. six months, hey, remember when Oregon State was ranked here at the end? Like, should you have been ranked higher than Oregon? Yeah, probably. You, you beat them head-to-head. Well, they made a really good point, but, like, also I saw counterpoints. I was like, that's also a good point. I don't – Oregon – where Oregon was in Oregon State, and I just don't – I don't care. It doesn't I, matter. It has no bearing on how I feel about next year. Ask any Oregon fan where Oregon ended up in the final rankings, and I can't tell you the number. I'm guessing it was somewhere in the top 15. It was, it was exactly 15. There you go. In the AP poll, yes. There you go. Now, do we get a – shouldn't we be getting a last – college football playoff rank? Like, don't they do a final ranking? I don't think they do a final ranking. What a bunch of cowards. There's no point. The, it, the whole it's point over, is yeah. to produce a champion, so they produced a champion, uh, I, there yeah, you go. I, my only disagreement with that is there is a point. You are the preemptive poll. Right? The definitive. No, the preeminent, preeminent poll. God, go. I did it again. I tried not to do that in 23. They're not the preemptive poll. The preemptive poll would technically be the coach's it, poll. It would I be. that's the first one. That, that was the out. first one. Yeah, no. The preeminent poll is the college football playoff. And so, like, you can't you cannot exist until about week eight, week nine. I'm like, hey, yo, the big dog's here. <laughs> and then the season ends, and I don't get a final like thought. No, this is, this is why the dirty poll's around all year. We'll give yeah. you final rankings. We'll give you preseason rankings. We'll give you rankings all year. We don't hide from the grind at the dirty poll. Well, we noted this last year, and I, I think this year it might even be upped. And this kind of goes to what I want to talk about. And I, I'll dive into it coming up here in a few minutes. We'll get to the Blazers uh, a little bit later on. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of going on yesterday. Uh, I was jealous of the Orlando Magic. <laughs> I, w- I was too. I, I've seen the Magic play. I think that was the fourth game. And I, by fourth game, I mean like I've seen, I've checked in on the Magic during the season. I don't. But that's the first one maybe you've watched. From the start bulk of. to finish. Yeah, yeah, like an entire game. And Bank, I know Ben Kiro's been great. Hey, Markel Fultz can hit a jumper. Fultz is fun, and Wendell, Wendell Carter. Carter's good. Horace Grant's, you know, long-lost son there. And you got the Wagner boys. <laughs> Wagner. <laughs> we got beat by a Franz. Franz. Mo and Franz Wagner. Mo and Franz. They came to Portland to pop you up. Is Mo still in the league? <laughs> I'd have to go and look at that. Who is he with? They're what? both there. Yeah. Oh, is he on? He's with yeah, his brother. Yeah, they were both out there. They're Touché. both there, man. Oh, maybe that's why I was confused. I'm like, he doesn't look the same. What's going on? Franz is the starter. And <laughs> yeah, Mo Franz comes is off the, the younger one. Moe's the, the older one. Older one they from combined Michigan. for 40 points. Well, they're both from Michigan. Both, yeah. The older yeah. one. How is that not an SNL bit, by the way? The Magic totally need to tie into that. Well, you got to bring back Kevin Nealon. Yeah, he's still alive. And you just need to, like, make him look like an NBA player somehow. Wasn't it Kevin Nealon and Dana Carve? Dana Carve. Yes. Yeah, they're both still around. Hans and Franz, you have to pump you off. <laughs> Mo and Franz were the Mo Wagner and twins. We're the, the Wagner, Wagner boys. The Wagner twins. We hit the three. They were five and nine from three Bro. combined. Franz? <laughs> I would trade half this roster for a Franz Wagner. Trade Ant for Franz? Straight up. <laughs> Let's do it. Let Ant go home to Orlando. He's averaging 20 a game. He's having a really oh, he's good having, year. He really is having he's a good year. 6'10". He can shoot. He can space the floor. Oh, my God. He's a good player. Eighth overall pick. I almost tweeted out a photo and said, we got beat by this tonight, and it was a picture of, of Franz bread, a bread <laughs> loaf. 
Because, I mean, that's what happened yesterday. Oh, I thought you were going to go with a Wagner concerto, but... Well, I also love a good Wagner set as Wagner. Like, that kind of makes me happy, and I don't know why. Every time I say the last name, I have to, like, end it as if you can hear me smiling. Wagner? (laughs) You know what I mean? I like the way it just kind of ends. So, you know, yesterday sucked. Yeah, that was not fun. We got beat by the Wagner boys. <laughs> that was that was not enjoyable. Um, but I'll get to this this in college football as I get distracted by the Trailblazers because geez, this team is frustrating, and we'll hear from Chauncey. But the college football situation, it, I, I said we said this last year. It it, it has become it's it's a year round thing. This is no longer, you know, we really really deeply care, and then we. We stop caring. Mm-hmm. Like, if you told me in two or three weeks a story out of Eugene or Corvallis or Seattle or fill in the blank, we could go to Gainesville. They can't get Jalen Rashada to enroll, and now nobody knows what's going on with that kid. That's a little awkward. It is. And there's another signing day approaching. Like, it's it's a 24-7, 365 sport. It's, it's the NBA. It's the NFL. We care all year. And it's funny to care as much as we do now. And yet, my question is, should we care? And I'll tell you why I'm asking this coming up next. We'll get into that. We'll get to the Blazers uh, coming up as well. We have a lot to get to, but I want to start with that of, should we care this much given what we just saw Georgia do to TCU? That's next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. Why do the Blazers suck now? Believe. Look at this. Yeah, they're not even in the play-in anymore. No, but it's still not that big of a, I mean, what are they, three they're, games they're out of tied there? with Utah. No, two two hot weeks, you're right which you would think mix. if you're playing 10 of 11 at home. <laughs> Against would, the Orlando Magic. So you, would you, uh, uh, facilitate a hot stretch. Yeah, I like, I like that you just simply say, yeah, you get a hot streak. There is nothing that indicates this team has a hot streak. That is the issue at hand. Well, I feel maybe there's one thing. I got one thing. Okay, we'll get to that. I So yesterday I'm I'm reading... And I listened to a couple college football things, and I got a little tiny bit beaten down by what happened on Monday night. 
to see Georgia do that to a team that out physical Michigan. And there's a video going viral. There's a Mississippi State fan watching this, and he's screaming at the camera. He's like, <laughs> how did we get this? This! And I saw, saw a clip from Josh Heupel, the Tennessee coach, and he was asked, if you could do your own playoff, you create your own playoff, what kind of system would you create? And he goes, i just take the four best teams from the SEC. And the hosts start laughing, and he laughs. He goes, well, am I lying? Like, we're con- I know we've been here. This is not a revelation. Mm-hmm. But do you know since 2000, the SECs won 14 national championships? Yeah. Yeah. They won at one point won like 11 or 12 in a row. I think the 2014, no, it would have been the Florida State team that finally ended that stretch. Yes. The Jameis Winston. The JMO, uh, yeah. They beat, they beat Auburn in the national title. 14. Since 2000. 17 of the last 18 national champions have been from the South. The only outlier was Ohio State, who beat Oregon in 2014. And I, I just, um, I. I I probably did a poor job of saying that before the break. Should we care? We're always going to care. I'm not going to fool anybody here. Oregon State fan's not going to suddenly not care. Oregon fan I know is suddenly not going to not care. Mm -hmm. Husky fan has a reason to care. Uh, But when you comp it to the likes of that, it it just doesn't feel fair. And and I, I understand there's no fairness in life. There's no fairness in sports. The Yankees, for how long, were operating on such a different budget that it was... Hey, this is why we win. I get it. The Lakers can be the worst franchise in basketball, but because they're next to the ocean in a warm climate and there's acting and businesses involved, people want to go there. I get it. I understand that there's unfair things all over, but specifically in that sport, it's just they have such a stranglehold over it that it's like, I, I, I like how's TCU supposed to feel today? They had the best season in their program's history and it ends with a 65 to 7 loss i mean imagine that imagine you took the oregon ducks or i took my oregon state beavers and we had a cinderella story of cinderella stories basically such a great season that they go we're throwing a parade in portland we're throwing a parade for that and it ends by you losing 65 to 7 that's that's awful and yep. and as excited as we all are for our Pac-12 season and our teams, I just I think it's fair to ask like is college college football is not in a good place, but it kind of feels like it is. It's a weird, um, it's it's a weird universe to live in where it's like you don't stand a chance in hell, and yet your team's exciting and it's just a reason <laughs> for optimism every year. Yeah, I it's it's hard because both things can be true at the same time, right? Like what Georgia did to TCU was embarrassing. It was bad for college football. It was the lowest rated national championship game. The numbers came out yesterday that we've had maybe ever in the BCS era. Oh, of course, it was down to like sixteen million viewers. Turned off. Everybody thought more like you when you text me when it was the game like was 10 over. nothing. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, this is over. And I respond, well, I hope not. I'm not ready to count them out. Most of America was with you on that. And TCU scored on the next drive, so you thought, hey, maybe there's a moment here. And then Georgia immediately made it 17-7. Then it was 24-7. You're like, all right, now it's definitely over. Um, And just for context, I think it was about 17 million people watched that game Monday night. The highest-rated championship game of all time was Oregon and Ohio State. Had 35 million viewers. Sure. That's less than half of what Oregon and Ohio State got. It tells you the difference in audience and what a blowout can do. The, the positive things I will point to right now, your general feeling is not wrong, and I've been arguing 
this for a while. And this is why I've been concerned about the playoff and the structure and not expanding it because you have basically teams just from the South that get in. You only have blowouts in the semifinal games. And the national championship usually ends up being two teams from the SEC. Feels like we've been on that road for a while now. The, the good news is we're a couple of weeks removed from Ohio State being a field goal away from beating Georgia. So that we were that close. We were very close to Ohio State-Michigan National Championship, which would have been a great game. The other part of it is we are going to get an expanded playoff. And is that going to – we had a lot of people texting in on Tuesday. Is this going to change with an expanded playoff? Like, no. Georgia and Alabama are still going to win the national The title. final result, no. But the process will be much it, more enjoyable. Well, well, you get more intrigue. Gonna, I, I hope it's enjoyable. I think it will be. And I think the bowl season is a great example of that this year, where you have Tulane beating USC. How many people saw that happening? Tulane beat USC in a bowl game. That could have been a playoff game. Yeah, if anybody wants to blame anybody for messing up, you know, it's USC. USC was in the four spot. Well, if USC, yeah, if USC taking care of business, USC could have scored well, against Georgia. But Georgia would have scored eight hundred points. I, on yeah, USC. I, yeah, I, let's Georgia's not go crazy still here. scoring sixty-five. No, Georgia's USC, scoring eighty-five. Yeah, in I USC. think USC gets more than a touchdown <laughs> against sure, Georgia. Fair. They maybe score twenty-one, but they'd still lose the game by forty. I think almost defense is a high school defense. Dirt, I think I think almost any team scores more than a touchdown. TCU played literally their worst possible game paired with. We heard the Kirby Smart pregame. I think Georgia, despite what Ohio State almost did, I think Georgia's beating anybody in the country that night by at least 20 points. When there's an aspect of Georgia being woken up and angry and pissed off, they br- they bring a different level. And we, I think you saw it three different times this year. You saw it in the opener because they had to deal with it all offseason. You can't repeat. You lost 15 guys to the draft. No chance you're going to do this again. Uh, and, and they came out and said, oh, yeah. And my team was the, you know, standing in the middle of the train tracks. Tennessee what came into town as, hey, are they the, are they this year's LSU? Is this 2019 LSU where they're hot? Nobody can stop this offense. A lot of people love Tennessee to go into Athens and win that game. Georgia smothered them and dominated them from start to finish. And then they eke through Ohio State. and Everybody's like, wow, Georgia got lucky. And they came out pissed off and they proved a point. But I do think the expanded playoff is going to impact the sport in a positive because, one, every pocket of the country is going to be involved. Two, you're going to have – playoff games on home sites it's not going to be it's going to be in stadiums and that's going to lead to the potential for some upsets when you got to go on the road and play in college football alabama damn near lost to texas this year texas was not very good they almost lost that game we brought this up yesterday we were talking about it georgia almost lost to missouri that almost happened this year when they went on the road. If you play Missouri at home, you probably win that game by 31 points. Weird things happen when you go on the road. And I think it's just going to change. Like A national championship in the current state of college football is not a realistic expectation for anybody west of the Mississippi right now. So we're just all supposed to, outside of Georgia and Alabama, maybe, maybe Ohio State. And I'm and not even really there maybe, with Ohio State. I'm not really either. And maybe an LSU or something. But largely those two. So outside of that, all of us just have to accept the fact that ultimately whatever we end up doing, it's going to end 65-7. It's going to end with us. Well, it's not going to be 65 I know, seven. but you get what I'm Could saying. Could be 49-3. Much more respectable. <laughs> yeah. much. But it, it, it ends like that. And that's that's why I'm asking if college football is in a good place right now. Is no. because the interest feels like it's as high as it's ever been. feels like fan bases are growing. Um, the the twenty four seven news cycle stuff is bigger. Contracts are expanding. NIL deals are here, but yet it ends that way. And we're just kind of saying, I. It sounds like what you're saying is just, yeah, 
where you maybe win your playoff game and then you get your ass kicked next week because you take on Nick Saban or Kirby Smart. No, you can't beat him, man. You just can't. It's a sport where there's no salary cap. There's no limits on how you build your roster. You can go get any player anytime. Any player you want. Then get, get him out. I mean, I just that, I, I, I don't think that's good. I, no, I do not think not ending wrong. your season that way is good for your sport ever. No. Nope. And whether it's not 60, whether it's 65 7 or 49 3 or whatever big blowout, even if you were to, you know, pretty that up a little bit 45 to 20 like those are not that's not good that's not a good way to end your season and if that's what you're telling me it is that's why i'm asking if this is actually a good thing for college football i think the optimism that i try and cling to because again i agree with everything you're saying the optimism i try and cling to is that in an expanded playoff you're going to have a wider net of teams that feel like they have the chance obviously to make it to the pinnacle of the sport the playoff is what matters in college football now. We've built that up basically over a decade. And as of now, in a four-team model, if you want to be guaranteed a spot on the college football playoff and you're a five-star recruit, where are you going to go? Alabama, Georgia? Probably, yeah. Ohio State? Maybe Clemson's fourth on it's, that list? It's largely like, the first it. two, yeah. All the other ones, it's like, hey, maybe I can go help Texas get there. It's not a guarantee you're going to get there. Hey, Lincoln Riley at USC is kind of cool. Maybe yeah. I'll go there. No guarantee you're going to get there. These kids want to play at the pinnacle of the sport. And if you want a spot that's guaranteed to be there, there's three schools that can guarantee you that spot because they're essentially there every single season. It's Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. Yeah. Clemson has even fallen off now. Oh, yeah. We're not sure where they're going to go in the next For couple sure. of years. So the hope is if you have an expanded field, that maybe that balances it out. Maybe you get these kind of runs where a random team's like, dude, they're in the champ. Where did that come? I want to go play there. I know if I win my conference, I can have a spot into the biggest stage on the sport. Like, that's the long-term hope of expanding a playoff is that you're going to balance some of that out and there won't be this need and feeling from recruits of saying, hey, if I want a shot at a, at a playoff or a national championship, I can only go to one or two schools. I can spread that out a little bit. It's it's very uh, glass half full of me to say that because there's no guarantee it's going to happen. In an expanded playoff, you were probably probably going to get the same champions every year that's not going to change but you got to try and remain hopeful uh swag final answer college football is in a good place right now not yet not yet it has the opportunity to get there but they need to find some uniformity in things yeah well i'm i'm mentally i'm just prepared to be happy with another nine and three season or a ten and two season like i i'm i'm just kind of there as a now my team is obviously much different than the georges of the world but I, I don't know. After watching that Monday, man, and and reading and hearing things, I just I I think most fan bases just need to start being happy with ten and two or nine and three, and that's where I'm at, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's just a like, good year. You got a chance to win a conference, sure. go to a major bowl game. Now in the future, go to the college football playoff if you win your conference. Like that's that's a good year. Yeah, making it is is the it's accomplishment in itself because you ain't beating Georgia. Nope. Uh, not after they lost fifteen players to the NFL, and they did that the next year. And they play nobody next year because their non-conference schedule, they were supposed to play Oklahoma non-conference. The SEC made them get out of Made them cancel it, yeah. and they have they play Patsy, Patsy, and Patsy again in their non-conference schedule. They are not going... Just brace yourself right now. Georgia yeah. will not lose a game next year. Their two toughest SEC teams are Tennessee, who's going to have a new starting quarterback, and Florida, who's going to have a new starting quarterback. So Georgia could, could conceivably go th three years with one loss. Yeah, wow. they're going to be undefeated, probably playing undefeated Alabama in the SEC championship game next year. That's un-effing believable. Uh, something to get to in the NFL, and then we'll get to the Blazers. That's next. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Blazers suck again. We'll get to that coming up. Brady Henderson covers the Seahawks for ESPN. They got a playoff game this weekend on Sa- in San Francisco. We'll check uh, check in with Brady and see what he thinks of the Seahawks' chances in that one, given what we saw in the other two games against San Francisco this year. And uh, we got more college football notes to get to. We got some NFL playoff stuff to peekaboo on. And Swag just alerted us. He's got a super wild card themed Statter story. Hell yeah. I'm getting a little nervous. I like all the favorites. Oh, yeah. That's, I've been trying to look uh, at my bets, and I'm trying to identify, and I'm like, I, I like all the favorites. Really? I do. You like the Vikings more than the Giants. Well, I it's like at that. three now. You can get yeah. it down to two and a half if you buy a half a point. I know, I know. I, know. I don't know if it's worth buying a half point there. Um, I wanted to get to some of the coaching stuff real quick before we get to the second hour of the show. The Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh coaching who wants him, where do they want to go thing is interesting. There's a good article on ESPN by Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler. They basically go into every situation and say, hey, is this possible? Uh, one of them is Sean Payton with the Broncos. Now, reportedly, the Broncos interviewed Jim Harbaugh yesterday for like two hours. And I still think he is ultimately going to leave Michigan and go back to the National Football League. But they note on Sean Payton... Sean Payton and Russell Wilson tried to kind of secretly team up in New Orleans, and it didn't happen. And many believe Sean Payton might still see some some positives from Russell Wilson, despite the season Wilson just had. The problem is Sean Payton might want his own general manager. And they've got a general manager, and he was just <laughs> hired like two years ago. That'll cause some issues. And so people aren't really sure how to feel about that. Maybe it's more Harbaugh, Harbaugh and Denver. Arizona... I said this yesterday, and I might already walk it back. I don't like that franchise. Uh, They've been one of the more disastrous franchises in NFL history. That being said, I think it's such a clean slate now that, like, if you're you're Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Cardinals, at this point, aren't you just giving Sean Payton the job and all the power? You're just like, yo, here's everything. You did it, New Orleans. Do it for me. Here you go. Pick who you want. Do what you want. Run what you want. Don't really care. I just want to win. I wonder if Arizona takes that approach. If they get desperate enough to go, yo, what do you want to get paid a year? And what do you need? (laughs) You write down your number on a piece of paper. We'll pay you. You slip it across the table. (laughs) I'll make it happen for you. Like Arizona might be in that position, especially since they just gave Kyler Murray that big contract. Where are you at with the coaching stuff? Houston, Carolina, Arizona, uh, Denver, as I mentioned, like there's there's a lot of interesting places looking for coaches. There is, I, you know, the the interesting thing too about Harbaugh is I've read some folks over in Ann Arbor saying that Michigan keeps lowballing him. They're he's trying to rework their contract. They're working on that behind the scenes. Michigan keeps lowballing him on all all their offers. Why would you lowball the guy that got you back? I don't get it, man. He's also the guy that when you tried to fire him two years ago, which dear God, could you imagine how disastrous that would have been? 
went to you and said, no, I will take away my buyout. I will cut my salary in half. Like he, he was willing to work for half the amount of money that he was making before that just to turn that thing around. And you should be showing him nothing but gratitude because if Michigan knows anything, it should be that success is not guaranteed just because your name is Michigan and you got a cool helmet. You can very easily fall back into the depths of college football, which is where you were for 15 years before Jim Harbaugh finally got, got you back onto the national stage. If I were Michigan, I would be taking your approach with Sean Payton. Here is a check. You write the number down that you want to make on a yearly basis, and that's how much money I will pay you. Uh, in terms of the NFL, the Arizona one is interesting because it is a clean slate. You have the ability to start with a new general manager. I know that's important for a lot of coaches. I just that, – that Kyler Murray contract would scare the hell out of me. Now, maybe Sean Payton or whoever else is going to take that job sees something in Kyler Murray that I don't see, and they clearly know football better than I do. I just – if I'm looking at jobs, that, that one is far down the list for me because in Houston, you're going to have multiple top whatever picks, and you're going to be able to go draft your guy or, hey, let's build a roster outside in and then go draft our guy next year. you got $47 million in cap space. A ton like, of money to spend, money. right? In Indy, if you're going to Indy, they're starting over a bit. You know they're it's going to be an owner and a general manager that is willing to go get you a, a Derek Carr, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, they're going to go make a play for a quarterback again this offseason. You're not going to be stuck with Kyler. Denver and Arizona are tricky because it all depends on what do you see in the quarterbacks and is there something you can get out of it? Because the one thing we know about coaches that are either going from college to the NFL or bouncing or getting that first-time job, it largely is dependent on do you have a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Like all, look at all the great college coaches over the years that have gone from college to the NFL. The one thing that almost all of them had in common, they failed because they couldn't find a quarterback. And after three years, you can't win. You don't have your franchise signal caller. Your your ass is back in college football. Yeah. And so that to me would be the biggest question. And I think this is where, uh, not to you know toot the the preseason prediction that much, but this is where Doug Peterson got it right. Doug Peterson got fired in Philly. It ended really awkwardly. He had just won a Super Bowl. I didn't make any sense. Well, I mean, it, 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 everything kind of unraveled very fastly for sure. them with the win stuff and. You know, you know how that city can get too. Like the city is, yes, they're impatient and instantly when it goes bad, it boos. I think that gets into the players' mentality. Hey, look, it worked out for both sides. They hired did. Sirianni. Sirianni's been great, yeah. and he waited a year and said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the lay of the land." And why did he take the Jacksonville's not a good job? The owner's incompetent. They've been bad for basically every year outside of three in the history of their organization. They're one of the worst drafting teams. They spend their money crazily, and like that's a horrible organization. Why did he go there? Quarterback. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And so that, to me, is always the biggest determining factor. If I'm a head coach and I want to have success, where can I find that guy? Where can I develop that guy? Who already has that guy? We got to go, but, yeah, but that's the problem. You don't have that. Unless you think Russell Wilson Unless and Kyler Murray are, Kyler, yeah. are, are salvageable and can turn that around, especially Russell, because we've seen Russell do it at a high level. I mean, unless you have that internal belief, and I, all these coaches kind of have that within them. That's why they're great. We don't necessarily see that stuff. We're just fans, though. Unless you think that is, you're kind of sitting in a situation where it's like, yo, you get your pick of the litter. The Colts are trying to act like they don't want to draft a quarterback or they're not sure. Yeah, they got, what, the fifth overall pick? Uh, they're up no, there, man. I think they're three. Are they three? I have to go look at the draft order. I, I forgot. I think they might be three. But I got it right here. Seahawks are five. Yeah, that's right, because Denver fell to five. That's right. Um, Yeah, they're four behind the Cardinals. Four, thank you. So... I mean, I still think Kyler's contract, I know this is going to sound awful. I wouldn't be shocked if you could trade it. They're reportedly going to trade DeAndre Hopkins. They're already shopping him now, and you know he'll get interest. So, I don't know. The Colts have 11 draft picks. And Ursay's crazy. 
but Arce wants to win too. He's crazy enough to <laughs> be does. like, yo, what do you need? I, I will do anything. Yeah, I'll do anything you want. <laughs> like, while he's playing guitar, he'll say that to you. And so it's just a matter of like, what do you want out of the situation? Because it ain't this ain't about money for these guys. This is about winning. And whether it's Tepper in Carolina, who's done nothing but fail and fall on his face since mm-hmm. he got there. Uh, Indy, who's now hitting the skids a little bit, post-Luck, post-Manning. All that stuff's coming to light. Denver with that uh, awful Russell Wilson contract. Maybe you can save his career. Maybe it's kind of destined for this. Or Houston, who's got basically a clean slate. I don't like their general manager, and I think their organization has run poorly. But it's a clean slate. There's cap space. And if you get enough power, who cares about the GM? They have the number two and number 12 picks in the draft. Right. And they need a quarterback. They're taking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, it really just kind of boils down to all of that. But I don't know. I, I, I think it's fascinating to see where Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh, I know they're the biggest ones, and there's a ton of other candidates out there, assistants are being interviewed left and right. But like those are your two big dogs right now that are kind of sitting in that Doug Peterson situation where it's like, take your pick. And they should be the big dogs because they're both great coaches. They've proven it at every level they've coached at. Peyton and Harbaugh, you would love if your team hired them. The other aspect is you got to remember with Peyton, you got to give up something to get him, draft picks included, because he's still technically controlled by the New Orleans Saints. And so that's an aspect of it. And I wouldn't be surprised if you gave Sean Peyton true serum. I bet you part of him is waiting to see what happens Monday night. Because if Dallas loses to Tampa and they don't fire Mike McCarthy, then there's going to be a lot more swags on our hands because they all their fans should quit. Mike McCarthy shouldn't have that job in the first place. And if they oh, lose yeah. in the wild card round to a below 500 <laughs> Buccaneers team, you fire his ass. And who have they always been linked to? Sean Payton. They've always yeah. been. So if you're Sean Payton, you're not doing anything anytime. Wait and see how it plays out in Dallas. The look on Swag's face when you started talking about that was, yep, I've seen that before. <laughs> yep. I'm expecting it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, by the way, Swag, we still got to settle your fandom at the end of the week, so I want you to keep working on this because I, I want to see what your top three – when do we get, like, a, a recruit? When do we get, like, my top five? Here they are. Here's my top three. I will announce on Friday. When do we get that? I'll tell you I what I'll know. do, too. I'll go buy well, – we need to buy hats of the finalists. Yeah, I'll we go buy, buy hats. hats. We'll go Let's buy get find through. some cheap hats. Are you going to expense that? Because that's at least $15 a hat. I mean, hopefully there are teams that it's like you can be like, all right, I got that hat in the closet. You know, eh, well, you know. <laughs> If, if it's a Charger hat, I could rock a Charger hat. My wife yeah. got me a Herbert jersey for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Did she buy herself one? Uh, she already got one. She already had one. <laughs> matching Herbert jerseys. we jerseys. rock our matching Herbie jerseys. Look at us. <laughs> we're Justin fans. <laughs> Look at that, huh? Yeah, we're getting weird. Uh, maybe the hat thing would actually be really funny. We could film it and put it on social. It's and... going to be an Instagram Live. Now, are you going to be a douchebag selection situation Whoa. where you pick a hat up of a team you're not picking? You go, No. And then you pick up the real one? No. Okay. No, it's not going to be a truth or consequences there. Okay. Tell the truth right. thing. It'll be, <laughs> no. I'm curious where your top three, are you going to be top five or top three? I'll probably get it down to a top three, but we okay. may wait until after the divisional round of the playoffs. So you can pick like the best team or what are we doing? <laughs> no, that? not necessarily. Okay. Like All I right. said, All there's right. some things. Okay. Coaching things. Recruiting cycle is up. You're going to go to the second signing day. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hour number two, Brady Henderson on the Seahawks playoff game, but we start. The Blazers are terrible now. We'll start there. Dirt and Sprague on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 